Welcome back to another Stacking Wood with Josh and Travis Wyman. How's it going, Josh? How's it up in Burlington today? It's pretty good. It's uh, raining, so I had to put on my, my rain jacket today to go to the store. But, uh, you know, it's springtime, so who can complain? The daffodils are blooming. How's uh, Los Angeles? <laughs> oh, nice. I guess if we're on the topic of weather, you know, it was, it was perfect yesterday. Not too hot or cold, and I went for a bike ride along the Los Angeles River, and I, and I had a Modelo. Wow. It's a really Los Angeles day. Yeah, so that was that was great, and uh, I'm actually I'm really excited today because we've got a very special guest today, uh, Alan Loeb, who was on the Herald team Flap Jackson at UCB, and he's done a lot of comedy stuff around LA, and uh, it's great to have you here, Alan. Oh, thank you. Hello. Hey. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about how Josh and I uh, used to live near Arby's, the big flashing head Arby's, and. Uh, I was wondering, did you live in Hollywood when you first moved here? Or? No, I when I first moved here, I lived in Westwood because I moved here for law school at UCLA. Oh, okay. so I lived close to campus. Oh, yeah, but I know the Arby's you're talking about. Oh, so you were you were in right in Westwood then, right when you first? Mm-hmm. Just came off in. of um, UCLA campus. Oh, have you ever been to Stan's Donuts? Yes. <laughs> I just I don't know why I think of that. Oh. I just I love Stan's donuts. Yeah, they're the, great. But you would go there from Hollywood? <laughs> no, but uh the little improv theater there near oh. In and Out, sometimes I'd go to that and then I'd kind of see things that I wanted to check out later. Including but, Stan's donuts. Stan's they're very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um oh but where are you from? Which state? Uh New Jersey. Oh New Jersey. Yeah. Oh, we're on a streak because we were talking to Becky Feldman last time. She's from New Jersey. Oh, really? But she's down more towards Philadelphia. Oh, okay. I'm up towards New York City. Oh, you're northern. Yeah, northern Jersey. Is that very different from southern Jersey, Uh, would you say? No. Well, it depends. So there's part of southern Jersey that's on the shore, Mm -hmm. and that's very different. Mm -hmm. But then the suburbs, like including the ones outside of Philadelphia Mm -hmm. or the ones outside of New York... Mm-hmm. Or the ones that are more in the central are very similar. But the shore points, which is what they call it, mm-hmm. those are have their own unique character. Oh, like, well, aren't they, didn't they just do a reboot of Jersey Shore? I They're think having I a reunion. heard that. But I, I saw I in the news, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, so that, you weren't part of the Jersey Shore scene at all growing up? or Like, you didn't oh, no. go to the shore in the well, summer? Well, they actually say uh, go down the shore. Oh, down the shore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, I wouldn't really go down the shore growing up. My, my mom would occasionally take us for a beach day, which would be at the shore, but it wouldn't, um, we didn't like have a place there. Oh, okay. Or spend any significant time there. That's always nice, though. Josh and I, we'd go to uh, uh, Hampton Beach on the tiny coast of New Hampshire. We have the shortest coastline in all of the United States. Oh, really? It's Hampton Beach. Oh. And it was always really uh, exciting. Lots of Harleys and, like, airbrush T-shirts and stuff. Oh, yeah, beach town. Yeah, yeah. In college, we would go to Myrtle Beach after finals, which is a long coastline of airbrush T-shirts and mini golf. And yeah. strip clubs and all that seedy <laughs> um, beach stuff. Mm-hmm. Wait, oh, where did you go to college? <laughs> oh, at, at Duke in North Carolina. Oh, Duke, Yes, Yeah, so Myrtle Beach is in South Carolina, but it's not too far. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember you telling me, 
yeah, when you're in college, that song, North Carolina. Oh, come on, raise up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because we were in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people would <laughs> whip their shirts like yeah. a helicopter. Yeah. Because well, um, isn't that a funny thing, like, um, at a concert, and they say where you're from, and then you cheer, and it's, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, playing to the crowd, I guess, yeah. I guess, yeah. but I don't know. Like, do you mean, like, when they're like, what's up, North Carolina? And then everyone just screams? No, kind of, well, no, because then they're just sort of, like, greeting you, right? Like, they could just be like, mm-hmm. that's the equivalent of being like, hey, how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. We're good. No, I mean, like, um, like if you're, you know, like, even if you're at a stand-up show and the <laughs> the comic says, like, you know, I was recently in New Hampshire, and then the two of you were like, woo! Like to indicate, I'm from the place you just said. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It it always happens nightly, though, with like Conan O'Brien. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And if there's no response, they're always like, okay, well, I guess none of you are excited about your state or something. Yeah, which is just strange. Or I once was, um, uh, I saw James Taylor play at Tanglewood in the Berkshires, which was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, you know, he's got that song, um, Rock a by Sweet Baby James, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the song, he says, the Berkshires seem dreamlike on account of the... And when the Berkshires seemed... Everybody went wild and just weird. Just like, we're here, the place you said. <laughs> I'm just picturing that would be such a, uh, a you moment looking around like this as everyone's cheering. Like, yeah. why are you cheering? Like, oh, yeah, yeah we're here. I don't know. But yeah. we all Did you it. go there specifically to see James Taylor? Or? Uh, I went with friends from high school, like, for a fun trip. Like, at this point, I think we were either in college but home mm-hmm. for the summer. Because I think it was over 4th of July. Or it might have been, like, right after college. Sometime then. Oh, okay. And um, we went up and we saw... And it, the concert was great. The Berkshires our dreamlike with or without frosting. I mean, yeah. you, I assume, <laughs> spent time there. Yeah. I mean, I actually, wait, when you're saying frosting, you mean like... Like frost on the ground. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like eating cake. Oh, yeah. I thought you were you describing snow in that way, you know, like... Oh, like poetic? Yeah. Like maybe. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I didn't write the song. <laughs> no, no, but I, I understand... But uh, no, James my, uh, Taylor's a real wordsmith. Our friend, yeah. our friend actually was from Lenox, Massachusetts, which is oh. right, right near Tanglewood, and he somehow ended up helping James Taylor set up his Christmas tree as a kid. Oh, really? That's interesting. I don't know. I haven't asked him very detailed questions about it. Huh. How could you not? I don't know. Yeah, I um, One summer job, I was a pool cleaner in New Jersey, uh, and like half the week and the other half the week, I had like a real internship in advertising. But when, as a pool cleaner, I can't remember if it was two or three days a week, but, um, I cleaned Eddie Murphy's pool. Oh, really? Was, Whoa. was on the route. <laughs> <laughs> never, never met him though. Never saw him. And that was out here? No, that's in New Jersey. Oh, in New Jersey. Yeah, he had a, he has, I, I assume he has a place here, Aspen, I don't know, he, but he had a place here and in New, New, at least in New Jersey, yeah. huge house with like bowling alley, blah 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 blah, and this uh, big indoor pool. Oh wow! 
And you were the pool guy, just solo cleaning the whole pool? Uh, we would. We were like paired up because it was with a company. So there were two mm-hmm. of us to a van, and then we would just, you know, go through the route. Mm-hmm. Um, were you pools. ever uh, propositioned as a pool boy? As Never. The, the stereotype? No. 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 Well, what you have to keep in mind is, when so, when I graduated college, I weighed like 145 pounds. And I'm 6'1". And when I started college, I weighed like 125 pounds. So this was after freshman year when I was like 6'1", 125. So nobody was uh, interested. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'm sure, I guess, I'm sure I'm someone, sure someone thought of, you know, about it. No, nobody yeah. was interested. Yeah. <laughs> well, but... Uh, uh, but you said propositioned. It reminded me. So I work now for uh, Red Bull. Mm-hmm. as a lawyer there and we had a big we had a big year like two or three years ago and so our holiday party was actually in Miami mm-hmm. um, so they flew everybody to Miami and the holiday party goes all night long it's really fun and so then the next day I was meeting friends for breakfast mm-hmm. and I was walking down the street and um, a prostitute approached me to engage her which she had the wrong number, but in any event. Um, and so as I'm walking down the street in, like, my shorts and polo shirt, she says, um, do, you, uh, do you want to have a good time or where are you going? So I don't know, something something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, like, was kind of hungover and in a haze. And so I meant to say, like, oh, I've got to run or um, i got to go. But it got mixed up in my head, so I looked at her straight in the eye. And I said, I've got a gun. (laughs) (laughs) And so she, like, turned and ran. Oh, my God. I didn't take the time to correct myself. You kind of, like, off kilter, too, with, like... Like you weren't speaking, was it kind of like, oh, I got a gun? Yeah, exactly. Like like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So, well, she'll so. probably tell that to her grandchildren. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I was just simply trying to make a buck. Uh, oh, anyway, man. so. But, oh, um, but uh, I, going back to the cleaning Eddie Murphy's pool, did he ever come out and no. t- interact, or you just knew it was his house? And Yeah, we yeah. just knew it was his house. Um, we also cleaned... Um, his mother's pool, and sh- but she also never came out. Oh. Beautiful house, though. Oh, same town, same town in uh, yeah, New think, Jersey. Yeah. I think they, the mom was like one town over, but same. I mean, that's like an inconsequential detail <laughs> oh. to clarify. But yeah, like all in the same vicinity. But uh, yeah. Oh, so growing up in high school, did you? Because you did. You want? Did you want to do comedy at all when you were out here at in law school or? Um, Did you do it in high school at all? Uh uh-uh, uh, no. Oh, I no. I seem like the kind of person who was in like drama and theater and musicals, but I'm completely tone deaf and a terrible actor. So I did none of it. Like in middle school, I was in a play. But well, I'm sure you'd be good at acting if you like worked at it. Yeah, yeah. I tried. I mean, out here, I tr- mm-hmm. like I tried. Like I took some acting classes to try to improve my improv game, but. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a I'm not a good actor. But no, so no, in high school, in high school I didn't do any of that stuff. I I took so when I moved out to LA for law school, I saw a show at the Groundlings and mm-hmm. I thought, "Oh, this looks like a lot of fun." 
And I saw they taught classes. And also, I wanted to meet people in L.A. who weren't in law school or weren't lawyers Mm -hmm. just to broaden my horizons. And so that's why I signed up for a class. And I just had the best time. And so it's like, oh, I'll continue doing this until it, like, stops being fun. And so I just kept going. That's you stepped outside of your your lane that you were in, you know, because some people get really absorbed in, like, being in the law crowd. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and so you just decided to sign up for an intro groundling course, yeah. like at the first year of law school, or yeah. So it was in my the second semester of law school. So I saw the show the first semester, and mm-hmm. then I signed up, uh, like it for my, a, a six week class in January. So like met, I think it was like six weeks. Met six times. It was like improv for non actors, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun. So then eventually I took the next class, and then I repeated it. Uh, to really hone my skills. And then I audition, decided to audition for like the program there. Mm-hmm. And so that's and so that's kind of where I started. And then I just loved it so much, improv, that I started taking class at UCB, this other theater that's now closed called, uh, called The Empty Stage, oh. um, which was really terrific. Uh, it was great because I got to do shows real early on. Oh, um, at The Empty Stage? At The Empty Stage. Mm-hmm. And I made great friends there, and it was a really wonderful place. Oh, where was that one? Uh, do you know where Islands is on Pico and Veteran? Oh, yeah. I mean, I could have just said it's on Pico and Veteran. Yeah. <laughs> it's across from the islands. Yeah, I know where that is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now it's a Hari Pro, like, music school for children, that space. Oh, right. And, and so there, though, would you, you wouldn't do, like, Heralds. Would it be more, like, short form improv? Or? So they do... The Clappin style of long form, which they you might see like Wednesday nights at the Groundling, they do that. So it's like, I mean, it's long form. It's more kind of like storytelling than game. You still hit little games though while you're doing it that way. Oh yeah, within yeah. scenes. So you yeah. you do like a little scene, and then someone would clap, and then do a new scene, like kind of based on that, or maybe moving one of those characters along. Oh. Okay. Um, so you could do like really quick edits, right? So like basically. Like, you can do, like, a revolving door, but instead of, like, doing the revolving door, you clap and you put them in a new scene. And then the other person who was in the prior scene with them claps them back into that prior scene. So you could do, like, that. Or it's essentially, like, a mono scene that travels Mm -hmm. using claps instead of revolving door and tap outs. Oh, okay. Or, like, wiping, running across. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Okay. But then when did you... So who was your first teacher at UCB when you were in um, law school? My first teacher at UCB was Jamie Denbo. Oh, Jamie Denbo. Yeah, so I started with the best. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, she was so great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really, really fun. Did you... Um, was it? Did you go to the place on Melrose for that uh, class, or did you just... Remember no, no. You used to I just did, scatter around the city yeah, and you'd find different places. So you're the Anthony Mindell studio, is that what you're talking about? Next to Tomato Pizza? Yeah, yeah. I had um, 301 there. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had, no, my 101 was in the complex. Oh. Are you familiar with the complex? The complex is uh, near the pack theaters there now, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. the mobile station. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you'd go there and meet Jamie Denbo and... <laughs> go there, meet <laughs> up with Jamie. Uh, Learn yeah. how to yes and, yeah. Yeah, it was wild, but it was wild, like coming to the UCB style from Groundlings, because mm-hmm. it just it is very different. So which is the, which is the best and most favorite one for you? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't know. They're all the same. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I know. They're all good. Uh, but, uh, well, that, that's cool. And then you did, was it anyone that we would recognize from your 101 that was still around? Or I took 101 with a friend, but mm-hmm. you wouldn't know him. So that's an irrelevant detail. <laughs> In my 201... Uh, was Nassim Padrad, who then went on to Saturday Night Live oh, yeah, yeah. shortly thereafter, oh, cool. actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, she was in that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, but I've noticed, though, like, I don't know, do you have, find that you have a mind for law? Like, you're very good at retaining lots of knowledge and then organizing it and so in for a purpose? No. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no. I think yeah. I have a really short-term... Memory, so I have to take a lot of notes. I mean, did I say good? I meant bad. I have a bad short-term memory, so I take a lot of notes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but you must have, like, a system. Like, I have a, for, no, I have a system yeah. to uh, practice law well. To practice but, law, yeah. But, yeah, no, my, but my recall isn't great, so I have to, like, keep accurate notes so I could check. Oh, okay. But, like, when you're doing improv, you just sort of have to remember for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, well, so that I could do. Well, I was gonna say you—you you always seem to be able to retain the knowledge really well of like everyone's names and scenes, or like I don't know, because it's only like twenty minutes, and I so as long really as focused, it's under twenty minutes, like then I think I'm fine. Oh, but like okay. from one day to the next, like mm-hmm. oh, what happened on that matter? Like oh, I, let me check. Like yeah. I can't, I I don't remember. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. So if it was a, a one-hour improv show, you would, if, as long as you could have a notebook, That's it's right. like, okay, that person's <laughs> name is Sally, and Sally just hates Cass. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, well, then. You, uh, I, yeah, I feel you, like... A wood job? No, no. Uh, yeah. No, I, I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, I always liked watching you perform, and uh, you you had some good buttons, and I thought you were one of the smarter people out there. And, uh, oh, thank yeah, you. I always, I always really enjoyed watching you improvise and, and perform uh, on stage. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, because some people are really good at the technical aspect, and some people have that natural uh, presence. And I thought you had a really natural presence of just being funny where it wasn't uh, contrived. And that was always fun to watch. So. Oh, thank yeah. you. But, uh, yeah. It's always nice to hear. Yeah. Have, have you performed? Uh, have I performed in a while? Not really. I did that one show where I ran into you, uh, Travis. But um, that was probably before that, maybe two or three years. Oh yeah. Uh, since the last time I performed. But do you feel like it came back to you though, when you were up there? Or I mean, I had a great time, mm-hmm. but I don't know that it, I did. Good work. <laughs> Not that that's ever really what we care about, but yeah. Um, yeah, it was really fun. But yeah, like I, well, I really enjoyed it. You know, yeah, I think like all with all of the groups where we hadn't done it in a while, like in terms of game, like we may not have been yeah. lasers, laser fixated on game necessarily, but I could see definitely everyone's style coming back. Yeah, that's the true. styles that I enjoyed of everybody. It yeah. was. It was it was really fun, and I guess for me it was always like supposed to be fun. Mm. But I will say like now when I go, or not now when I go, but like when I did go and I uh, when I saw you and I saw like the shows before, mm. I see the let's call them kids because now we can because they're in their twenties and I'm not. Uh, <laughs> but like performing and doing everything right, having fun, being free, 
hitting game, like, really playing with each other, but, like, not in a way that's disrespectful of the audience. Like, they're doing everything right. Mm -hmm. And it was still, like, painful to watch. (laughs) And, like, 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 embarrassing in a way. Like, as I reflect back, I'm like, oh, my God, I spent all this time and money and effort, like, doing this and talking about it and going to the diner and talking about it more and, like, living it and finding more classes and just, like, becoming like like just, or just I don't know like doing as much of it as I could and becoming as absorbed in that world mm-hmm. as I could all the while like having a law career on the side but like pursuing this like a hundred percent and like now looking back it's like gosh how dorky <laughs> <laughs> it's so dorky but yeah but it was so fun but also yeah it's like if you you must have enjoyed it on some level loved to it. get that involved oh know? my god i loved it i couldn't get enough of it it was the most fun thing ever and it still is really fun to do but like when i that show that i did recently but like watching it i just sort of like cringe at like mm. i don't know yeah, <clears throat> I guess I'm cynical as an as no, a, oh no adult. no I get what you're saying. Although it's funny though when you do see a good one like I went and saw a Herald like a couple months ago and they're doing a really good job and I'm like okay yeah that's like when it's really everything's coming together. But also yeah I know what you're talking about like if it falls apart it looks like a bunch of people uh, kids playing in a basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. kids should play in a basement. Yeah. And, like, you should never stop playing, right? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, but, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It just uh, it just felt like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I, I understand uh, what you're kind of saying, Alan, is um, I think a lot of people get invested into it as it's everything. You know, the form and the the scene and all that, Uh, whereas you should be looking at it as, well, at least I, looking back, wish I'd seen it as a tool to become, I don't know, strengthen performing and then maybe branch out to to other parts of comedy. I don't know if that's a different perspective, but uh, I wished I'd explored, you know, maybe stand up or something uh, Mm -hmm. while doing that, whereas you can just focus on improv entirely. Uh, the whole time. Um, but maybe that's, I don't no, know, that that's how sense. I felt. But yeah. I just, I read a thing today in the New York Times about, uh, I think it's fascinating whenever there's a group of people who are uh, just so passionate about one little thing, like a little subculture. Uh, it Like, his name is Billy Mitchell, I think, and he holds the Donkey Kong record <laughs> for a million points. Did you ever see King of Kong? Uh-uh, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's it. a documentary, but these two guys in 2006 tried to get the top overall score on Donkey Kong. And it's funny because most people wouldn't care about that, but this group of people... Did. ...in this world, yeah. And, oh, it just came out, too, that he cheated. Billy Mitchell somehow uploaded the software <laughs> so that he could use a computer keyboard or something to play. Oh. Uh, so it was all a fraud. He's the Lance Armstrong of Donkey Kong. Oh, geez. I read this Um, book a while ago called Word Freak, Mm -hmm. which was like a look at competitive Scrabble playing. Oh, yeah. Which I didn't know existed. But it was also, it's very interesting because, like, yeah, it's this, like, little subculture, but, like, there are conferences and, and they all know each other, much in the same way that, like, I don't know. I'm not, I won't use a real name, but people in L.A., like, 
you know, in L.A. comedy, like, know some person, and they'll, like, look up to him and know everything about him and go to his Facebook page to see his take <laughs> on anything happening at UCB or even in current events as, like, the be-all, end-all of, like, oh, this is, this is the opinion to revere. And then, mm-hmm. you know, this person, like, you go to Vermont and nobody knows or cares <laughs> about this particular person. But in the L.A. improv community, like, this mm-hmm. person, and there's more than one, right? But mm-hmm. this person is like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Uh, literally, my God. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, what does he think about the the presidents of North and South Korea meeting? Like, oh, really? Yes. I mean, you know, like they're like, oh, well, so and so says blah 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 blah. So that yeah. must be my new opinion. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, oh, wow. I think it is healthy to st- yeah step away from that. And like that's what I enjoyed about being in Boston, uh, living in Boston for three years. I mean, there is improv there, but it's not the same because yeah. there's not an industry connected to it. I suppose. Right. I think that's why. It's also yeah. like since the time that like we all were performing at the same time, mm-hmm. like it's changed here in terms of it's so popular now. There's that huge, nice school, yeah. you know, like and there's so many people coming and going and they've got their own cafe, mm-hmm. like which and all that is great. Right. It's all great because it's so fun. And I think everybody in all walks of life should do improv at some point because it helps you uh, with all kinds of skills, above all else, listening. Mm-hmm. If you like, if you really pay attention in your improv class, you leave a better listener than you came, and that will help you in everything. But <laughs> on the other hand, there's all these kids doing it and taking it so seriously it seems Mm -hmm. and i don't know there's something about it that's that becomes icky yeah like turning it into more (laughs) of like a a black swan type thing yeah (laughs) i don't know if anyone's like freaking out and having psychedelic visions but but they might yeah Yeah. maybe it isn't that way though maybe it's like uh yeah could be great. I don't Something know. Something else. I don't know. I've not taken know. a class in ages. Maybe I should. I actually did. Did you? Yeah. I did. Who was your newest teacher? Mm, Marcy Giroux. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she's great. Yeah. I took like an advanced class and well, just because I was so rusty and I wanted to, I don't know, see what is anything was new. And I mean, I guess there's a new book out, but honestly, like I've looked at Harold, I went to a couple of Harold's and it's the same as it's always been. Yeah. I, I thought it would be like... 1940s style sporting events like <laughs> yeah. watching like that's what we were and then you see it now and it's like all yeah. faster or something like nope everyone's still wearing Chuck Taylors <laughs> yep everyone it's which is a perfect <laughs> and it's example because it's just it's like basketball and improv the commonality <laughs> that's true that's true yeah, yeah but mean, it, it, you know it's the same one this is kind of sad but I uh, I used to <laughs> really sad <laughs> I used to occasionally uh, take a class over at I.O. Uh, where I was unknown and no one knew, like, that I had been doing improv before, like, everywhere else, <laughs> like, all the other theaters. And it was so <laughs> new great. town. Yeah, like, oh, it's so great to start in, like, a 301, but already being on a Herald team at UCB. Yeah. And, like, people in class being like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was a really nice ego stroke. And then like, oh, we, could you be my practice group? No, I can't. I'm too busy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and oh. then I take a year off and then do level four. You do it again? Oh, so yeah. that was, and that was nice then. Oh, right. it was really fun to stay fresh and like learn a new skill. But mm-hmm. what's sad is I've been thinking about finishing because I never took the last class there, mm-hmm. but now the theater's closed, so I'll never get the, uh, get to finish the program or get the accolades. Oh, right, and that was the improv program? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. What yeah, that shut down like a month ago, right? Yeah, that's right. Could you, could you fly to Chicago and, uh, you know, finish up there, like a sabbatical, <laughs> and just live I in wonder. Chicago? Suppose. Would, you, would it be worth it? <laughs> That's what yes. I actually did that. Just, but you you just complimented me. I'll just text you and ask for some <laughs> positive feedback. I'll compliment you, just, you every week if you thank want. Thank you. <laughs> Your yeah. phone will start buzzing. Uh, yeah, I actually finished up Sketch. That had been bugging me. I took the first one and then never took any more at UCB, so I, oh. I finished it out. Well, so what are you doing now? Well, I work a day job uh, out in Santa Monica. There's a, a bike share company. Do you yeah. know all those green bikes in West yeah. Hollywood? Well, I work for the company that does that. Oh, and cool. we have systems at UCLA and Santa Monica and Venice. Uh, How yeah. has um, like Bird affected the business? Oh, birds are dangerous. People are going to die. Uh, so you say. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> birds have cut into the business, but I don't know if I should say too much about that. But, I mean... Santa Monica put a lot of uh, laws recently about them. You have to wear a helmet. You can't go on the sidewalk. And UCLA just outright started throwing them in the back of pickup trucks and, like, impounding them. Oh, and, well, in West Hollywood, too, I think they passed some kind of ordinance or something banning them. Yeah. So we didn't have birds. We had something else. I can't remember the name, but it's the same thing. Uh, Yeah, the green one, too. Yeah. The lime. The lime, Lime yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. who Marshawn Lynch is a part-time owner of. Uh, a part, part, a partial owner of. But uh, are, are you a scooter enthusiast, though? Did you ride them or? Um. Well, I'm glad you asked. Actually, when I was a kid, I had a scooter, and um, very dramatically, I fell and I cracked open my chin and had to get stitches. So that was kind of the last time I did that. But then when I was at UCLA, I had a motor scooter. Oh. Yeah. Um, which was that was a, a lot of fun. Actually, I still have it. Oh, like a Vespa. Like a Vespa. But not a Vespa. It's actually it's a Honda Metropolitan. It's orange and white. Um, oh yeah, looks like a creamsicle, and I call him Squirt. <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> yeah, you named it the Squirt. Squirt. Yeah. Oh wow, that, that's yeah. great because it's fast enough to keep up with everyone, and you yeah. can get around LA. So it's good for like er- local errands, mm-hmm. but drivers in LA are terrible mm-hmm. and don't pay attention, and so you have to be really defensive. So to go from my apartment to Campus was really easy, all on side streets. I didn't have to go up any main street. It was very easy and safe. Mm-hmm. To take it on, like, Wilshire or something, like, you can do it, and I've done it, but, like, it's you have to be really focused and pay attention. Otherwise, some, you'll get knocked over. Oh, but uh, to answer the rest of your question, yeah, I'm doing that job, and, uh, yeah, I've just been writing sketches oh, cool. and stuff like that, focusing more on writing stuff. But I haven't gone on auditions yet. I used to. Go on oh. quite a few. Did you ever do auditions? Or? Uh, I don't know. Are you familiar with Laura Suhu? Yeah. Yeah, you know Laura Suhu? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I signed with her. Yeah, so I did a few commercial auditions. I booked zero commercials. Recall, 
I'm a terrible actor. But so the very first audition I went on, I got a call back and I was like, oh my God, I'm so good at auditioning. And I was then realized that I was like terrible at auditioning. Oh, what was it for? Okay, I don't remember the product, but I was playing a blade of grass. <laughs> like, okay. I think my head, face would have been exposed. And so it was meant to be funny. And so, like, I think I got the call back because of strong improv. Uh, but then, yeah, I mean, I'm a terrible actor. I've, do you know um, the headshot photographer, Clay Larson? Yeah. Yeah, he did my headshots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I leaned in. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it, but I was terrible at it, so I didn't book anything. Oh, that's been trending on uh, Twitter this week, old headshots. Yeah, yeah, but, like, so my headshots are funny insofar as, like, it's funny that I have one, mm-hmm. but they're not funny insofar as, like, oh, that was a bad look. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, I guess at this point it was, like, maybe... God, eight years ago. Yeah, it was like you had your classic look. Classic look. Nor same haircut. You do look exactly the same. Thank you. Yeah, you do. (laughs) As do the both of you. Well, a little bit. (laughs) I guess you shaved your mustache off last week, so you look different than then. Yeah, but uh, so yours would just be the same. It would look like you took it. Yeah, so it's just be kind of funny that like I have a headshot. And actually, I found them recently because I was cleaning up. And so I... I signed one and I brought it into work and I left it on a coworker's desk. Mm-hmm. And so I meant to write the expression uh, "shoot for the moon" and you just may land among the stars or whatever it is. Uh, you know, best Alan Love. But I wrote, <laughs> I wrote like "shoot for the moon" or just "shoot for the stars." Worst case, you land on the moon, which is just sort of like, oh, that's not. That motivating. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I like that you're doing that, though. You're yeah. still having fun, you know? Cause, yeah. Because I remember, uh, I don't know if you if I can give you away like this, but uh, do you remember there was a character on Facebook, uh, a woman who loved crayon tales knew, named Patty Pan? Oh, my God. I forgot you knew about Patty Pan. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, God bless Patty Pan. Oh, what? Just God bless her. Oh, yeah. I, uh, so Patty Pan... So, Patty, my actually my coworker invented her, my Susan, who's uh, crazy in a great way. She invented Patty Pan uh, when she was prank calling another coworker, uh, and then we just sort of took took uh, uh, took off with it, mm-hmm. and we cre- yeah, we created our own Facebook page for her and a whole personality. And actually, at work, we would throw her birthday parties. We would bring in um, Carvel ice cream cakes. And obviously she would never show up. But we built out like a whole life for this woman, Patty Pan. Oh, that. God bless you for remembering her. Yeah. And she she was kind of just like a friendly, like how would you sum up Patty Pan? Like she she was like in her time a basic bitch. <laughs> like I don't know if you could say that uh bitch word anymore. But no, she was just she's just a basic woman who like went into marketing, loved marketing, like uh, has a real bad haircut. She doesn't know it's bad. Like mm-hmm. loves to network, loves uh, uh ladies' nights, loves mm-hmm. crantails, cranberry cocktails, <laughs> uh she loves complaining about her kids, who she loves. 
And if someone were to interact with her, usually on Facebook, she'd just go, thank you very much, with like an exclamation point. Totally. She's yeah. basically like your aunt's friend yeah. who like sometimes shows up at Thanksgiving because her husband's traveling. <laughs> 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 right? Like, and, like, bring something disgusting that nobody wants to eat. Mm. Lipstick on the teeth. Like, but, like, fun and yeah. nice. Yeah. But, like, why is she there? Yeah. And, that, <laughs> and that's did the, did Patty. You, so did you, in Groundlings, did you ever take one of the classes where you come up with characters? You do characters, yes. like, put a wig on and everything? Yes. Um, so that, I went all the, in Groundlings, I went all the way through... Um, lab and I passed, but I never took advanced. Um, oh, so you could have done. That. Could have taken advanced. Yeah. Well, what happened was so you know because I was working in Big Lot a lot uh, in, in a, as a corporate lawyer, you know, or a lawyer in a corporate environment, mm-hmm. and it's really intense. So like to and, and the next level took a lot of time. It was a huge time commitment, which I just didn't have. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so so I wasn't able to do it, and then but I lived with. Um, my now husband, uh, at the time when he went through uh, Advanced. And watching him go through it was awful. It was so much time. So much time. And he passed, and he got into the Sunday company for a year, and, like, it was just... It was such a huge commitment. It became his whole life that, like, that just wasn't for me. Plus, like, I loved improvising and performing, but, like, sketch was never my thing. But I loved my lab class, uh, that's where I met Stephanie Allen. Oh yeah, and Mike Truesdale. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh, they were both in that. They class. were both in that class. Yeah, oh, and wow. so we've all become like really, you know, through the class, it, beca- it became really good friends with them. Mm-hmm. So like that class was um, really terrific. Uh, I'm so glad I did it. But yes, it was a class where I had to wear like wear wigs and <laughs> costumes. Mm-hmm. And actually, the reason I, I think the primary reason I hate sketch is costume shopping. <laughs> I hate it more than anything. Oh, you really hate, like, going looking for a trident or something? Yeah, yeah. and then you, like, find the trident, you're like, oh, this is the perfect trident, but it's $40. Mm, Can I yeah. find a cheaper one? Not really. Okay, here's $40 for this trident. <laughs> oh, and now I still need a wig. Can I get away this wig? No, I need a... They already saw me in that wig. I need a new wig. Yeah. Can I spray yeah. paint it? Can no, spray- that won't yeah. work. Yeah, and it's... Terrible. Oh, you know what? I think I have that shirt at home. You go, well, where's that shirt? Oh, no, I lent it to someone. Who? Can I get that shirt back for a sketch? Like, I just so was hate your, it. The and then, and then you, have to st- you have to store all the stuff. Like, our apartment had a closet that was just filled with, like, Roman armor and, uh, you know, yeah. a ghost costume. Or one costume of those fireman's and... hats that is paper-thin plastic. Yeah. The helmet yeah. that is... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it looks like it, you're a stripper, a secretly a stripper or something. Yeah. yeah. We've got... Yeah. So we've got now... Because Nate does still perform and do stuff. So yeah. uh, we have, like, three costume bins that, um, you know... But, like, you know, we're in our... Late thirties, and we've got three costume bigs. Yeah, well, these oh, so they're bins though. You've you've like organized them. They're not um, organized. They're just each full of costumes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. But like, to go through three bins is relatively easy. Like if you like, where's that chef's hat? Yeah. Or like, I think I have a striped shirt to play a mime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, but they it comes in handy. You know. Yeah, so. it could. 
And it's funny, yeah. I never I never get into as much. Josh Josh did a mod team, so he was uh oh, okay. he, he compiled a lot of the costumes. But like UCB costuming was different than Groundlings costuming. Mm-hmm. Because like at UCB they were like, Well, <laughs> if you're playing a businessman, don't put on a full suit and shoes. Like that'll look like you care too much. <laughs> yeah. Put on like, wear your jeans and your sneakers. Don't tuck in your shirt. Maybe put on a tie that's oh, not no. closed all the way. And then if you have an ill-fitting blazer, use that instead of the one that fits. <laughs> yeah. And then, but actually, I think kind of the spirit of play that comes along with that is really nice. Where, like, it's, you're, like... The costume really doesn't matter as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like when you see the old footage of like people auditioning for SNL or something. Like, yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be an example. I don't know. Yeah. Like hint at it. Yeah. Maybe like hint, which is kind of nice because it it feels more um, edgy or alternative. Uh, you know, like you're trying something, but also a little bit less mm-hmm. committed. It is fun to, uh, like, the I don't give a shit at UCB for a sketch, kind of. But then when you actually get to an audition for, like, a film or a TV show and they want you to be polished, I think it was a little bit not the attitude they wanted, you know? Oh, yeah. Or, or for or for SNL, you know, you have to be well, kind of buttoned I, I, up. And, I think um, everyone struggles that? with that. Uh, everyone struggles with that, whether it's a job interview or auditioning. It's like... You gotta ride the line between not giving a shit and like caring too much. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but oh, and then you go. You're with Red Bull then, right? Yeah. Now I'm at Red Bull. So actually in Santa Monica too, uh, as oh, well. In addition okay. to you. Were you always with Red Bull even when uh, you were doing UCB stuff? No. Um, I've been at Red Bull now four years, and I stopped with the UCB stuff before that. Oh, okay. um, so yeah, I was always at the firm when I was doing UCB. Oh, and do you <clears throat> are there a big? Oh, do you always have the fridge filled with it? At home? No, no, in the office. Oh yeah, there's coolers everywhere. Oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's tons of it. Oh wow. Yeah. I actually do. I this is a funny. It's kind of a coincidence, but I would always drink one before a Herald. Oh, would you really? Yeah. I oh. would. I at first I would quietly do it. You know, because I didn't want people to think that I wanted to get all amped up or something. I don't know oh. why. But then after a while, I was just like, guys, I'm, I want to get j- jazzed up. You it's know? funny that you would, like, be standing in that backstage area, which was actually like a dumpster. <laughs> like, was a literal dumpster. Oh, right. Yeah, up the incline. Yeah. yeah. And, like, be nervous about people thinking that, like... I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I thought they would think that I'm, like, taking it too seriously or something, like, if I'm drinking Uh-oh. Red Bull beforehand, like, it's a sporting event or yeah, something. Yeah, but I guess think what you forget is, like, everybody's an actor. They're all actors. Yeah. Everybody's a crazy actor over there yeah, with yeah. all their own rituals. Mm-hmm. I used to do this thing where I would, like, um, uh, swipe away negative energy off my body. Oh, really? I would, like... I mean, obviously, this is a podcast, which is kind of like a radio show, so no one can see what I'm doing. But I would, like, yeah, like, push the energy away as if, like, there was negative energy. I would, like, sweep it all off. So when I took the stage, it was, like, clean energy, like, um, like nothing from the day was on me. Oh, cool. I didn't bring anything from the outside 
Um, it was oh, so would you do that last minute, like right behind the the wall before you're gonna like go out as, onto the stage? As they like they were plotting off the team before, I'd be like swiping, so I'd swipe off all the energy, mm-hmm. get a couple of stretches in, and then yeah, then run, uh, you know, run back and go through the curtains. Oh, did they know that's what you're doing, or like Marissa Pinson and? I don't, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I did it kind of just like to myself, like really. I mean, I guess in the same clandestine way you drank yeah. your Red Bull, <laughs> I just sort of swiped it, swiped yeah. it all off, and then like yeah, and I would I would imagine like beams of white light emanating from my body. Oh, that's cool. to try to take that onto the. Yeah, stuff like that does work, though, you know? like Or it doesn't, yeah. but it didn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, even though it was a dumpster back there, I just kind of became accustomed to that sort of dank smell of the backstage, and it just got me excited when I would be back there, you know? It just, uh, it's like you're ready to run out into the arena <laughs> and yeah. take on the, yeah. So, do, do you, yeah. Do you ever do, um, like, do you do that before, do you ever do uh, courtroom uh, no. Thing? Oh no. Uh, yeah, I I'm like a contract lawyer. Contract, so I, like I'm drafting and negotiating. Oh, okay. So you don't need to. So no. Address a jury. Or Never. Oh, okay. Never. I did it in um, law school in mock trial or trial advocacy. The class was called. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, <laughs> the feedback. I thought I was be- so. I thought I was really charming, and I thought I was doing a really great job, and whatever. It was fun being funny. Mm-hmm. And then the feedback I got from the jury was, like, smug, unlikable. <laughs> so what? Like, oh, my God. Oh. Okay. Because I guess I was being a snob. Really? Too good. <laughs> that's, wait, that's what they said? Yeah, smug. Well, where did they find the people? Just, like... Just out and about. Like, volu- like volunteers from the community. Like, from, like... The community, not like the law community, but like just the mm-hmm. population. People prob- there's probably like an ad on Craigslist, like come be a mock juror for mm-hmm. for UCLA students. But it wasn't so, like you you picked up a, a Ziploc bag with a hammer in it, and you're like, "This is for you simpletons that don't know. This is a hammer." Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, not like that. But I, you know, like. Um, by that point, I had already been doing some improv, so I was comfortable on my mm-hmm. feet. I was com- comfortable, um, you know, with a joke and, um, and like I said, really listening. And so, like, you kind of dial in on some of the little things that maybe a witness says wrong or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you, like, uh, push on it to discredit them but make your case seem stronger mm-hmm. but if you do it too hard I suppose you seem smug or if you do it maybe with my tone which was like maybe like haha gotcha mm-hmm. like oh I assume that like my assumption was these mock jurors were on my side because why wouldn't they be I'm charming <laughs> but they weren't <laughs> and so I think was just, it only a one time deal or I only got that feedback once, but I never got feedback like likable. <laughs> oh, because huh. it was only you like study like for the semester and then you do the mock trial at the end. So, huh. um, well, that's funny. I, I yeah. wouldn't have expected that. I also did this thing where like when I started with my opening, uh, I would put on uh, my reading glasses. You know, I have glasses to look at the computer screen. Mm-hmm. I would put them on, and then when I for just effect. I didn't need to look at anything. And then before I started speaking, I would pull them off and then use them to point. So it was like a very dramatic sort of start, and maybe they didn't like that either. Oh, they didn't like that? No. 
Huh. I wish I could watch a, a video of you, uh, you know, speaking to a jury. I wish that was, like, on record somewhere. That would be... Well, I'm glad none of be, us can. Did, yeah. Did you no. have a... Uh, <laughs> what was one of your characters, though, that you would remember, like, from that class? Just, like, one character? Oh, from that Groundlings class? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, like, guy who doesn't like to wait in line, or... Oh, no, so we did, um... <laughs> we did a... So in the class, everybody has to do a monologue. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everybody has to do a monologue and a scene. And uh, the way that it worked out with the way p- people picking the scenes they wanted to do, I ended up being in three scenes and my monologue. So my monologue was like a guy at a, like, who works in a sporting goods store, which obviously is a world I know very well. Uh, that was just sarcasm. Uh, yelling at like three kids. I don't remember anything about it, but for some reason I was in a wig. I had a fake mustache, of course. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't remember much about it. There was one, the best. So then I was in a scene, a terrible scene, where we were like trapped in a trunk, which was just awful. I don't know why we did that. Uh, but then. I was in a scene. Oh, you and another person in the class? Yes. Oh, okay. And then I was in some other scene where, like, I got a new haircut, <laughs> which is weird. But the best scene I was in was with Mike Truesdale. Oh, and yeah. And we were, like, um, two old brothers, like, but old brothers who went camping and had to share a sleeping bag. And uh, that was a fun scene. And my character in the scene had a catchphrase. <laughs> oh, what was it? Which was, false alarm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next time if you run into Mike Truesdale, you know, in a nasal, pitched-up, old man voice like that, say, false alarm. False alarm. <laughs> and see if he knows what you're talking about. And did, did you guys make it into a video? Or? So it's on YouTube. Remember. Yeah. He record, he, someone recorded it, and he put it on YouTube, so everyone can watch it. Oh. And at the time, we thought, oh, my God. I think we called it Campfire or something. Mm-hmm. We were like, oh, campfire, great scene, campfire. You know, like, oh, yeah, campfire. Oh, oh, they're, they've got campfire in the show. Oh, they're, they're good. They're going to pass. They've got campfire. You know, it's just that thing we were talking about where you're, like, so in that world. Like, mm-hmm. like what is camp? campfire? It's nonsense. It's nothing. Yeah. I'm sure if I watched that, that scene now, I'd be, like, horrified. But at the time, it was like, oh, great scene. Oh, you've got a great monologue, real funny, great monologue. you got campfire. You're good. <laughs> And I remember feeling that, too. Like, okay, my monologue's solid. I've got campfire on the show. I'm definitely passing. And would you guys have a show on the main stage there to kind of pass? Or Yes, yeah, so you would do a show on the main stage, and whichever Groundlings came to watch would vote. It just so happened that, like, one Groundling came late. Mm-hmm. Uh, so our teacher just decided, fine, Mike and I both passed. Oh. Uh, but, no. yeah, so it just... Funny. Do you find out right afterwards? They go, you pass. No, you wait like, I think you find out the next day. Because, so allegedly, the groundlings who are there all have to get together and have a meeting and then vote and decide. And white smoke comes out of the chimney. Exactly, and you're the Pope. (laughs) Yeah, so then you have to wait, but then you have to wait for the the feedback. So you get a phone call from your teacher. Oh, you get a phone call. Yeah. Okay. Which is nice. Yeah, that was a nice phone call. Yeah. I remember those phone calls. You know... 
I like we didn't get we lived on kind of a back road more in New Hampshire and we didn't we didn't get cable so I didn't watch uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade show I didn't get like MTV or Comedy Central growing up so I didn't know what uh, the UCB was before oh, yeah. we moved out here I didn't know and did, like did you know back in the nineties did you I mean like I knew what it was but I never watched it because I think I was like. Maybe it was, like, I was too young for it. Like, I remember The State. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that on MTV? I The State? We didn't yeah, have watched Oh, yeah, yeah, But uh, I knew later on what they were. What it was. Like, yeah, I found out. Yeah. Um, so that was, like, I don't know if I was really into that, but I think, like, the UCB show was, like, maybe before that. Or mm-hmm. I, don't, I, was, I think it was just timed wrong for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, so you did you kind of knew what they were then? Like, I knew what they I knew okay. of them, um, mm-hmm. and I think I had seen a sketch or two, but I don't know that I like got it or appreciated it. Yeah, like growing up. So did you move to LA and then you both just started taking class at UCB and that was the start of it, or did you do it in college or? No, no, just uh, Josh signed up for a UCB class and then told oh. me it was fun and. Oh okay. And then I did. I mean, we wanted to do something comedy related, but we didn't really know what it would be. PA'd for music videos and stuff like that. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, but and yeah. you didn't do it, and then, and then you oh. you and then you got on uh, Flap Jackson with uh, all those guys. And uh, was uh, um, had you known any members of Flap Jackson before you got on uh, that team? Oh yeah, so I was in a practice group for a long time called Them Do This. Which I'm surprised you haven't heard of. Oh right, I remember that. Uh, yeah, but that was it. Was great, and it and Josh, Joe, uh, and Marissa mm-hmm. were all uh, part of them. Do this, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and so they were on Flap Jackson as well. So then when I guess someone got replaced, it was an easy call for me to replace that person because on Flap Jackson because I already knew Josh, Joe, and Marissa. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. They were like, welcome. Welcome, Welcome to the flat. And it was great. Yeah, that was really great. Mm -hmm. Um, The year before that, like, everybody from them do this auditioned, and I was, like, one of two people who did not get onto any team, and I was like, what the hell? Mm. Bummer. From them do this, yeah. From them do this, yeah. And and you guys would do all, like, TNT and stuff like that together? Yeah, Yeah. when TNT was the only indie improv show in town and then like crash bar came around but mm-hmm. yeah th- i mean those were ri- like as dorky as i think that it is now looking back on it like those days of doing tnt was were so fun mm-hmm. <laughs> it really they really were so fun yeah but it's just funny to think about like oh that's what i how i spent my 20s like at the sierra stage <laughs> yeah but it was fun yeah, it was know? so fun yeah, yeah the little it was so mm-hmm. tiny too tiny the, the bathroom was like through the stage Oh, right. You would yeah. have to walk through scenes. Yeah. <laughs> or time it. Yeah. Sometimes you'd have like two or three shows a night at TNT. Yeah. So you hang out out yeah. on the street and then come back in. Maybe get a slice at Rainforest Pizza. Oh, the, the hookah bar. Yeah. With the lasers. That exactly. Dance around. Yeah. But uh, so, oh, where would you guys normally practice with Flat Jackson? Would you just at um, Camp Hollywood. Oh, really? Yeah. At Colton's place? Yes. Oh, because Scott Rogers lived there. Oh, right. So, yeah. So, you'd be in the living room? Exactly. That's kind of a perfect place to (laughs) practice improv, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. It was really great. Hmm. 
And then it got disbanded. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah. Flop Jackson. Yeah. Have you guys We're, seen? Have you seen any of them in a while? Like Joe or? Um, I saw. I run into Josh every now and again, mm-hmm. like if I'm going to see a show at UCB, because mm-hmm. I feel like maybe he's teaching there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Joe recently, but I can't remember where. Mm-hmm. And I chat with Marissa every now and again, mm-hmm. and Scott every now and again. Yeah, they're all around. It's yeah, everybody's around. Instagram makes it feel like you see these people all the time. Yeah, and you know what's going on with them, but. I guess you. It's, it's always fake. funny when you bump into someone, yeah, and you you try to catch yourself like you're gonna say something like, "Oh, like that was a great uh, wood carving you made yesterday." Yeah, <laughs> I guess maybe wood carving that might be more like for some of your Vermont friends. Josh, well, actually, our dad yeah. makes wooden bowls now, so in really? his retirement, he turns wooden bowls. That's kind of cool. Does he sell them online? No, we've been trying to get him to do like an Etsy or something. Yeah, he should. Yeah. It's uh, Vermont maple and oak. It's a really nice texture he has going. Could you say hi, Bob, right now? Oh, hi, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Open an Etsy shop. Yeah. Yeah. Share your art with the world. Does your family ever come out and visit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My parents come out uh, like once or twice a year. Oh, cool. Yeah. And you show them, you've probably shown them all the... The, the best spots, you know. It's always <laughs> such a, it's funny a thing like when families come out, you kind of have, like have to think up things to do. Sometimes. Yeah, and like yeah. figure out like, but it, well, so we we've done like a lot of that. So now it's kind of nice because they just come out. We could just like hang out at home, or like my parents never go to the movies mm-hmm. at home. So when they come out here, because Nate and I love going to the movies, we'll go to the movies with them. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, just like sort of hang out, take walks, which is really nice because mm-hmm. like. They don't care about the walk of fame. Putting or, their their hands in John Wayne's handprints. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing the the like people in costumes outside man's, which terrible costume. I don't know. Anyway. No, that's it's funny. My parents were out like about a month ago, and it's the same thing. They've seen they've gone on the Starline tours and everything. So now. They were fine with just kind of like going for a hike or something. Hanging like out, maybe a little yeah. shopping. Yeah. Cause I'm up in Highland Park, and it's nice up there. Oh, is that what you're living in Highland Park? Yeah, it's peaceful. Oh, nice. Yeah, that is nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, oh, and now, I guess you don't want to give it away too much, but where you live, but you're in West Hollywood. And yeah. Yeah? Do you, you've, you've been living there the, a while. Yeah, I live, so I lived in Westwood for three years for law school, and then I moved to, um, like, uh, they call the neighborhood Beverly Hills adjacent, mm-hmm. which is funny. It's a very L.A. thing to call a neighborhood by what it's next to. Uh, like right on Olympic and Robertson. And then um, I moved very briefly to Larchmont mm-hmm. um, and then to West Hollywood. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I've been in the house in West Hollywood for like, I think, 2012. Oh. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice area. Like, Yeah, I love it. Like I love walking around there. Mm-hmm. We've got a great farmer's market on uh, Sunday mornings. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it is funny, like, how you get older and those things become real appealing. Yeah, and you bump into the same people, same like, people, in the neighborhood. but friends in the neighborhood. It's a good thing. Yeah. Wait, how old are you guys? I'm 35. 35, okay, yeah. I'm 37, so that's pretty close. Oh, okay. So in college, you would have been the upperclassman. Yes, uh, I would have been like a senior when you were a sophomore. Yeah, like, like welcome, that. kid. Welcome to, yeah. to Duke. 
Yeah. That's right. <laughs> well, did you guys too. go to college together? We did, yeah. We went to the mm-hmm. same, uh, it was called St. Lawrence University, upstate New York, and oh. about 500 people per cl- year per class. Oh, okay, small. So small, yeah. You couldn't piss anyone mm-hmm. off. Let's see. Oh, I think we've covered a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, Josh, do you want to do that cool segment that you like yeah. to do <laughs> that's um, growing on me? Yeah, I'm glad that this segment's growing on me. When you first you, introduced Travis. this, I, I didn't know what to make of it. Oh, just go with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Uh, so this is sort of a survey I do, Alan, and uh, it's called Stacked or Whacked uh, to Stay with the Stacking Wood Theme. And I pick a category every week, and uh, there there are three segments of the category. And then I'll ask you uh, if you think each part is stacked or whacked. And I'll ask Travis, and then we'll we'll find out what is most stacked or whacked in this category. And uh, okay, this this week. Sorry, category, what is the difference? Hmm? What's, What's that? Uh, oh, sta- oh sta- uh, stacked means something is good and whacked is bad. Oh, okay, got so it. So it's like hot or not. Oh, got it, got yeah. it, got it, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, all right, and this, this week's category, uh, because you're a man of the law, uh, <laughs> I decided to, uh, I did ideas that I have to make uh, the courtroom more fun uh, <laughs> for, for a trial. All right, so Alan, this is uh, number one, my first idea is uh, jurors get uh, Brookstone-style massaging chairs to help them stay comfortable during the trial. Is that, would that be stacked or whacked? As, as nice as it would be for the jurors, I think it's a whacked idea. Yeah, why do you think it's whacked? Well, I just think that they would be focused on uh, the chair and not on the information being presented. <laughs> I'm answering this honestly. <laughs> I'm supposed to be sincere about oh, yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. So I think that um, it would be hard for them to concentrate, and it would um, uh, result in uh, more random decisions, decisions you know, not based upon the evidence presented. Okay. So, so you... it's a whacked idea. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Yeah, no. so you're <laughs> that's, uh, that's some, that sounds like something a smug man would say. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Guilty. Uh, okay. All right. All right. You wouldn't uh, be the first Travis. person to say that. <laughs> Travis, uh, all right, the jurors get Brookstone-style massaging chairs to help them stay comfortable during the trial. Is that stacked or whack? Well, uh, this is one little extra thing I'll, I'll ask. Um, am I able, as the tri- trial lawyer, to control like the all the chairs simultaneously? Because if I can, I think that would be really stacked. <laughs> because I could right. I could start defending my client and upping the Swedish massage at the same time, so they would be more receptive to what I'm presenting. Oh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. You you can grant them access. So yeah. So that's uh, stacked okay. For you. Great. So as okay. I hold up my client's weapon, I'll I'll turn it to shiatsu on a ten <laughs> and be. <laughs> <laughs> be like my client could have possibly have gripped this steak knife. Yeah, so right. I'll go stacked, stacked if I can right, control. Stack. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Number two, uh, Alan. Um, <clears throat> the prosecuting attorneys and defense attorneys have to do their closing statements in the style of Hamilton. Is that stacked or whack? <laughs> um, I think that's a stacked idea. <laughs> Yeah, why, why because, do you think? 
because if they have to do it in the style of Hamilton, then they will focus on the big points um, and be forced to really drill the point home and uh, and it would be memorable to the jury. Yeah. Uh, but I think if I were in the <laughs> attorney's shoes, I would select uh, the style of Hamilton of um, the King's song uh, or one of the songs that the Schuyler sisters sing because okay. I don't want to say something too controversial. But, okay. like, other than that, the music was, eh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hamilton? Oh, Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, like, Have, eh. Did you see Emmett? Did when it was here, it? I saw You saw it? it? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I actually haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. So. Yeah. Oh, it was gr- I mean, it's really fun. It was really fun. Yeah. The King song is great, mm-hmm. and the songs that the Schuyler sisters sing, there's a couple of them, are good. So if they do those two. Yeah, I would, yeah. Pick, I would pick one of those. Mm-hmm. And I would hope that, you know, my opposing counsel would pick one of the more boring raps. Like what? I can't do it. I can't rap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm stacked. Uh, but stacked. Stacked. Okay. All right. And uh, <laughs> Alan hates Hamilton. Uh, you heard it first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and then Travis, uh, <laughs> prosecuting attorneys and defense attorneys have to do their closing statements in the style of Hamilton, uh, stacked or whacked? Um, I think... I- I think it would be actually stacked if I was a, a juror because, you know, this is in some situa- situations life or death. But, you know, who says you can't have a little fun while you're uh, accomplishing justice? So I'll, I'll go stacked with that. All right. Stacked. That's a double stacked for uh, Hamilton there. And, uh, yeah, I didn't mean to say Alan hates Hamilton. He just wasn't he wasn't fully impressed. Look, I didn't like Hamilton as much as everybody else. OK, I thought it was re- good. That's I thought it was fine. good. But, yeah. I, you know, there was a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, always wonder was... when something gets a lot of hype like that. I'm like, what am I missing? You know? Yeah. What is the yeah. the thing that happens? That yeah. The... And it was good. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, it didn't change my... It didn't change my mind. Like, I didn't... I didn't leave... <laughs> I didn't leave, like, um, thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you see the movie Get Out? Not yet. I'm ashamed to Not say. Yet. Oh. But, um, yeah. Or um, how about Arrival? Yeah, I see. Yes. Arrival. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when I left that movie, it like made me think, like, huh, like, huh, like what, what if, huh, what, you know, like, it made me think. Yeah. Consider the possibilities of that world or, or the concept yeah. yeah like uh. there were just interesting themes and whatever that came up so um but hamilton was like seeing um avengers like sure entertaining enough <laughs> but like i'm not a changed person for it because it's a reenactment of history so yeah, I yeah. Get, and it is, it is an artistic expression, mm-hmm. but, but yeah. it wasn't like it wasn't one that changed me or had lasting impact on me. Mm-hmm. But I yes. think there were some really cool things about it. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's 
That's a bold stand. Yeah. yeah. I think it's yep. an important show. Like, I like the colorblind casting and, like, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That was all great. But in terms of, like, the actual play, mm-hmm. eh. Well, maybe yeah. I can watch a bootleg. Maybe someone on YouTube, I can find one of those Surely ones where can. it's, like, 45 views and it's, like, someone's phone. Yeah. <laughs> you probably can. You just have to scroll down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, right. that, okay, that's very fair, uh, Alan. I'm glad that you felt you could fully uh, express that. And yeah, <laughs> Thank you. that's very it's valid point. Uh, all right, the, so we're gonna the final final question for Stacked or Whacked, uh, Alan. Uh, after the verdict is read, so this is something that I think would make the court experience more fun. Is after the verdict is read, the lights dim. And a disco ball drops from the ceiling slowly, and the song Time of Our Lives begins to play from <laughs> hidden speakers in the courtroom. Oh. Is that stacked or what? Um, why not? Stacked. <laughs> All right. That would make it more fun. <laughs> yeah? That would make it more fun. Does it always have to be the time of our life? Like, could the song, like, somehow relate to the you know, emotions in the courtroom? Uh, yeah, I guess we we could be flexible. Yeah, like with that. A, what? Like a song. Is there another song to the the case? Yeah. Um, do you? Ha- I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, what do you what do you think should have played at the end of the O.J. Simpson trial, Alan? Oh, um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the time uh, of our yeah, life. A, yeah, time of our life, right? I think it's yeah. uh, it works for any because boy, you know, a trial is harrowing, and we all did have a time of our life, good or bad, that yeah. we remember forever. So, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but do you, so you still say stacked though? You think it's a good way to cap off a trial, make it more fun? Uh, yeah. Wait, I've got a question for you. When you say the time of our life, do you mean like the Dirty Dancing theme or do you mean like the Green Day song? <laughs> oh, that's a good I, question. I, I, yeah, Dirty Dancing, yeah. Yeah, no, I was just, I mean, because I just wanted to be clear. Yeah. I, the disco oh, ball yeah. made me think that's what you meant. Mm. But yes, yes. It could, you could have meant Green Day. All right. Okay, and... Um, okay. Okay, I'll go stacked, yeah, because anything, I mean, the, that'd be fun. You know, unless okay. it was like a, a very intense, <laughs> intense thing where they coop us up for months in a hotel and I'm a jury member, then I don't think that would be true. I don't think that song. Yeah. You would just I would be, just you'd be, want to get be out of there. I'd probably, li- yeah. I'd just be walking, storming away as that, that plays. But uh, if that were the case, but overall stacked, I'll go stacked on that. You picked stacked for everything. Did I? Uh, yeah. I'd be curious to see the stats over time. As to how many ideas you say are stacked versus whacked, because I hypothesize you pick stacked heavily yes. you well, think over so. whacked. Oh, and why do you think so? Uh, well, you're a positive guy. You tend to like things. <laughs> you're, these are all things that your brother is coming up with, saying, here's mm-hmm. something that I think is fun, and so you don't want to reject... Uh, Reject him, make him feel rejected by saying, no, that thing you think is fun is a bad idea. And I think that you keep it positive to keep it light. That's very insightful. Uh, But I I think, though, maybe, though, it it depends on the week. 
But okay. I'll have to either I can go back or you can go back and then just fast forward to the last four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> of each one and I'll do a tally. Yeah. I'll send you a tally. Are Josh, are you not keeping track? I am ke- oh not week to week. Uh well I, no. I actually have I have these folded pieces of uh computer paper that I write these on, so they're they are in a stack. They're stacked. And uh, I could go oh. back through. <laughs> And check them all out. Oh. Uh, I, I can email you that, uh, Alan, or text it or well, whatever. I'd love to get that, yep. that data, okay. raw data, if you don't mind. Uh, I'll manipulate yes, it on uh, my own. <laughs> uh, You'll we'll be get, like we'll, the, the Info Wars guy of, yeah. uh, of uh, podcasts. Yeah, and yeah. I just think yeah. that, um, yeah, I think that once we do that and compile it and look at it and see what it may or may not mean, mm-hmm. um, I think that you should report it on the next uh, okay. whatever app comes out. Okay, I'll release it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna re- I, we're gonna release good. the data. Yeah. I, you're if, such an inquisitive mind. Yeah. You're the first person to ask that. Well, if no one else, I'm sure that Bob would be interested to know. <laughs> well, because he would provide a little insight into how his boys are getting along. Yeah, that, that is true. Well, that's a yeah. a great way to to bring this to a close. I'm I'm really glad that you. You stopped by. Oh, it's yeah. exciting to see you me. again because yeah. ha- I haven't seen you. Well, we did that like veteran show, but I. Uh, Before that, it would have been. It was quite a while. Years. Yeah. But it, doesn't it feel like it wasn't. I mean, we can just kind of talk again, I suppose. Totally. No, that's. Yeah. It's so. Like, I feel like as I get older and older, mm-hmm. time goes by so much more quickly, and I have no sense of what was a month ago versus six months ago versus a year ago versus. Four years ago. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So anyway. if I bump into you at uh, our assisted living home in, like, Boca Raton... That's right. ...be the same, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, we could do... Yeah. Um, we could start a geriatric improv. Yeah, why not? Diesel yeah. bones. <laughs> diesel, diesel bones. <laughs> diesel <laughs> bones. Yeah. We'll do I'll, the clap edits, because then we don't have to move as much. Yeah, yeah that's uh, fair. I wanted, to, I wanted or, to do a wipe edit in my wheelchair, just get humming... You know, well, 30 minutes later. That's a possibility. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for coming on, Alan. And yeah, hopefully we can have you back again and sometime. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot. And this has been another episode of Stacking Wood. And uh, until next time, just keep stacking that wood wherever you find it. Yeah, stack (laughs) that wood, baby. (laughs) Bye. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. 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 Yeah.